Oh, he finally makes Boom. what we started. Wait, what? I, what you didn't see was the 15 <laughs> shots before that that were way off. Russell Almost literally. Is like sprinting because of Russell Westbrook is fucking this dancing is, right now. See, this is like, just, not just me, guys. You like the house? But, but hold on. There's no evidence of it because the evidence that was shown is one for one. I can do it again. I mean. We'll we're just again. talking about before the the show started. Oh, oh you missed. My just point. start the show. Just start. seventeen of eighteen. Start. You missed there. Step back. He's into it. Line drive. What? Wrong. <laughs> Three man rush. Chase gonna step up in the pocket. Sets. Throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggled. <laughs> thing I can think of is the Muppets. Oh, dude, so have we so ever bad. done that before? We played the wrong damn no. intro to start. What, what, what is what going the on? Doing? Fucking no. Damn it. Oh, Ian's oh, already. Dude, I pulled that up, and as soon as it started, I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, that's the what a mess. one, man. As soon as you clicked, that, I was like, "Wrong intro." <laughs> that's beyond oh, no. wrong. Oh man. No, I, I don't know. Quite. I don't know anybody named Ian that's not a wimp, so I'm sure everything will be fine. That's okay. fair. All yeah. right, and I'm not sure Fort where Myers, this is going. Fort, Fort Myers, Florida. Ian from off the top rope. Fort, Fort Myers, Florida, found out the hard way that unfortunately uh, people and hurricanes are two different things. They're gone. So. Yeah. Well, shush. I'm. I don't get why people would stay during a hurricane. Like, I. Unless you're you guys, like. Yeah, you, know, you guys remember when Hurricane Katrina went through and that dude tried to tie himself to the pole? He's like 50 years old and he tied himself to a tree. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to prove that at the ripe old age of 56, I can withstand the wind of a hurricane. And I'm like, all right. But Bad. let me tell you. Let me Boy tell you. Something, fuck all right? up. Let me tell you something, all right? It's not the wind blowing. It's what is in the wind that's blowing. You that hit with a Volvo. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. you're probably not getting up in the morning. <laughs> so, the, the like, station like wagon I said, size the only thing that I know about Hurricane Katrina is George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's the only thing. I All right. right. Okay. Oh, dude, that was a good intro. Thanks, Kanye, for your insightful opinion. Bush like <laughs> people Lord. died. Let me just get anyway, these fucking previews, dude. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Goodness anyway. Well, we got a big slate ahead in week five. Uh, do we have anything to discuss before we get into it? Oh, yeah. what the hell is we, this? We should... We sure, we, we sure, we sure do. Um, so as we kind of alluded to, I don't know if we actually talked about this on Sunday. Um, we have another for the third week in a row, another, uh, school without a head coach, uh, Georgia tech fired Jeff Collins and their athletic director Monday morning. Give me Dion's double play. Dion's double play. I want Dion to go to Georgia tech. Really you know how happen. tough it would be, Dion. Access to the Atlanta area. You know, if you're if you're ACC, I mean, right. we talk about what what would be this. a great pick. 
Think about this. Dion going to come in here. He's going to be like, think about this, kids. You get to stay in the state of Georgia. You get to play some football for me. I mean, me. I'm Dion. All right? You also get to go ahead and build shit and get chicks. That's his recruiting pitch right there. That sounds amazing. Uh, I just okay. don't know why you wouldn't go okay, to Georgia Okay, but Tech. what about Georgia Tech? Hire our Bryles and he'll bring the strippers. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I thought that was too free. Our <laughs> offensive <laughs> analyst. Uh, no, wait. Get, I know that's basketball. Hugh Freeze was the strippers. Art Bryles covered up rape. So let's well, that's not. yeah, my very bad. true. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Slight no, different um, subject, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say if if um, you know if, if you're Georgia Tech, like you bring in Dion. Yes, he he might do well, but is Georgia Tech really gonna lower their academic standards in order to have some competitive success on the football field? The answer is gonna be no. No, that's been the problem. Is that oh, yeah? They they might want success in football, but they also want to keep their... create fake classes. Facts. Um, <laughs> no, no, even better, just do an LSU and offer actual finger painting as a class. This argument is dumb. How does Michigan, Notre Dame, and Stanford all find periods of success? Let alone, I mean, I mentioned Michigan and Notre Dame. They're two of the greatest you know, programs traditionally all time in, in college football. Those are prestigious academic institutions. Why can't Georgia Tech do it? There's no reason. Why has Rice not had any success? Well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. (laughs) (laughs) Triple option. Well, come on now. That's where they have the most success. That's where they have the most success. (laughs) We're talking about Rice. Yeah, I was going to say, he brought up Rice. Georgia Tech. Triple option. I'm like, what? Oh, I, I can tell you why Rice never had any success, all right? And it's because John Heisman hasn't been there since the 1920s. How did we, we, get we on choose to go to the moon? Because anyway, we, were I thought you about, said, we were talking about very high acad- we were talking about high academic pro- programs, and Rice and is in Houston Rice. is just the same I, yeah. as is. I see where he was going with this. Rice yeah, is located yeah. in Houston, but they're not mm-hmm. going to drop their academic standards and their aerospace engineering and all that stuff just for. That and that's the same with Georgia Tech, even though they're in Atlanta. I know what you're but trying Georgia to say. Georgia Tech has done it before. They no, did. That's it. the thing. Well, they they, were, they did it. They did it with a system. Yeah. They. Wait, what are you talking the, about? The, what did Michigan, Notre Dame they won a national schools. championship. Well, okay, I might didn't. have been 32 years ago, but they've won yeah, a national championship. Michigan, Notre Dame, those schools are successful when they have a culture built in. Georgia Tech has lacked that culture, especially without Paul Johnson. They so lacked identity that, with Jeff Collins. That's how come, that's how come that's they've struggled. That's why he's fired. That's why he's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that Georgia Tech is a potential, you know, maybe not like an, a national championship contender, but there's, cer- no. there's certainly potential there for a sleeping giant of a very, very good program. Year in, year out, you know they're going to get eight to ten wins and they might pop off an 11 here and there. And if you get Dion in there, it's over. It's over. Georgia Tech is going to be right there, what I'm talking about. And you still leave? <laughs> Wait, yeah. <what? laughs> I, I just smudged your camera there. Yeah, there's a little bit of a You're smudge welcome. on your camera. Look at your camera. Well, it's it's glare. You have blinds. Else. Yeah, have unfortunately, blinds? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna rearrange my room a little bit this 
upcoming I've had bread. to do that. I mean, look at no. the shadow over here. I've definitely had to do that because one time I had the desk all the way over there. Another time I thought about putting the desk mm -hmm. where the basketball hoop is. It's just this is the best spot for it. Uh, yeah, with that, all that being said, though, are we ready to get into the games this week? I think I'll so. See, why not? Yeah. Cam, I'm sorry. Speaking of tragedies, Baylor or Baylor, BYU off to a great start. BYU hosting <laughs> Utah State. Oh boy, I think the spreads at what like 24. Um, yeah, Utah State like is really really bad. Bonner. Really, really bad this year. Cam, what do you think? Just say Keep it. in mind, I'm biased as hell, but I'm pulling this game. I would not bet it because obviously I bet with emotions. Um, but why the hell not? We're going to go to Provo. We're going to kick these Cougars' ass, and I, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not expecting a lot. <laughs> We're I, I'm going to be realistic here. Don't worry. We're going to lose. It's not going to be pretty. Um, the way this offense especially has looked, completely inept. Play calling. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Hell. Oh, gosh. I have not been impressed by this Aggies offense so far. Um, so give me BYU and... I think our defense is able to keep us in it through at least two and a half, three quarters. Um, the defense has played well, uh, not necessarily great, and BYU has gotten some slow starts. So um, I don't know that we cover even. Like, it might be a backdoor cover for BYU, but I, I don't think we're going to win. 24 and a half. Just a quick pick here, Tyler. BYU and points, no question. BYU covers. Uh, BYU is going to score a lot of points in this game. They cover. Washington on the road at UCLA. Battle of unbeatens. UCLA, to me, is honestly a fraud, guys. Um, but they have home field advantage on a Friday at 1030 at night. I got to be asleep because I got to be at work at 6 a.m. on Saturday. With those three fans. Who do you yeah, got, Tyler? Uh, the lack of fan support is what's going to hurt this UCLA team. You can't make it seem like a home game and, and get a home field advantage, and clearly you're, that's why you're not the favorite. You actually should probably lose even more points than you're already losing uh, in the spread because of that situation. I like DTR. I like Zach Charbonnet. They played well, but they're just not doing – enough and that's why i got washington and i think washington controls for the beginning i disagree i think that this ucla ucla team yeah they've had some struggles there was that just inexplicable game with south alabama but i think that this ucla team is kind of where they're going to emerge and really kind of prove that the you know that they are the team that we thought they were going to be coming into this year i think it's going to be a you know a, a pretty good offensive battle i think both teams are going to be up in the, the 30s, close to the 40s. But I think UCLA ekes it out by a field goal. I'm going to take the Bruins. This is also my upset pick of the week. We'll, we'll talk about those later on in the show. I, I, have, <coughs> I have Washington winning a shootout. I do think that this game is going to be a big shootout. And 
we're going to see two very potent offenses put up a lot of points and it, it'll be fun to watch for that from that standpoint if you're going to be up that late Anybody who's looking at that game, look, it shouldn't have came down to a last-second field goal. I felt like South Alabama was the better team in the game, and that's the problem. Not the fact that they struggle with South Alabama, because South Alabama is actually a really, really good team. The Sun Belt's very strong, and South Alabama mm-hmm. is somebody nobody's talking about. But, I mean, I'm telling yeah. you, like, this team has been able to – they killed Louisiana Tech. They controlled the game against Central Michigan, and they dominated Nichols as they should. They're 3-1 and one right now out of conference. Mm-hmm. So, um, well – is Louisiana Tech Sunbelt this year? No, no. they're, they're still CUSA. They're still at CUSA. Okay. And they're staying CUSA. Dude, yeah. I had no idea with all the freaking movement that we just had. I mean, yeah. The yeah. only reason I care is, again, uh, some I knew that, but App State. I knew <laughs> that, but I kind of like second guess it. Anyway, UCLA was not the better team in that game. They have every reason to be three and one right now, which is why I don't have them ranked. BJ is the only one I think who has them ranked that maybe cam did. Yeah. Uh, regardless, I think Washington's just a better team. I don't think home field advantage is really that big of a factor. I think it is a big factor that they are playing at, you know, late night pack 12 after dark on a Friday night. I still like Washington in this game. Give me Huskies. Well, Minus- the drunk students on Friday night can't drive to the game or can't go to the game because it's 20 minutes off campus, but that's, <laughs> that's another problem. Troy Aikman, Michigan the Stadium. <laughs> the Michigan Wolverines on the road at Iowa. You know, they absolutely dominated Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. That's not Kinnick, but this is not Kinnick at night. Tyler, your team, take it away. Well, first off, I mean, we saw what happened last week. There was a little bit of a of, of an issue on the front seven last week against Maryland. Maryland was able to run the ball kind of the way they wanted to, especially um, early in the game. They got away from it, and that's what hurt them in the game, to be honest. But the one thing that helped Michigan was getting the ball on the ground and getting it to Blake Corum and, and letting him do, do the work. The best offensive line in the Big Ten – Maybe you could question it, but I, I think they're the best, followed by probably Ohio State and Minnesota. This, yeah, this, this, I agree. This Michigan offense is, is capable of a lot more. Maryland played a great game last week. They showed up ready to go in the big house. Michigan knows the stats. 2005, last time Michigan won in Kinnick Stadium. I know the stat. You know the stat. Everybody in that locker room in Ann Arbor knows the stat. They're breaking that this weekend. This Iowa team still cannot score. I don't care if they've scored 20-plus on the last two games. does not matter. It was Rutgers and Nevada. Go ahead. That offense had one touchdown. I they know. scored two yeah. defensive touchdowns against mm-hmm. Rutgers. So, I mean, I, I don't care about 27 points. It's, it's, the, it's the turnovers, and that's what Eight Iowa points. has had to, you know, base their offense around the most of these past two seasons because their offense is completely inept. And I, I don't inept. care they what you say. They cannot continue doing it. Yeah. I said six and six. <laughs> Four and eight could be where they're at, the way they've played, especially with this Big Ten schedule they have. It's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. I'm pretty sure they have to go to Columbus later this season, too, if I'm not they mistaken. Do. Mm-hmm. They do. So, yeah, it's it's nowhere near easy. I don't care if this game's played at noon. If it was played at 8 o'clock at night, maybe, but I don't even I don't even buy that because this Michigan team is too good 
to lose to a team that cannot play offense. Uh, give me Michigan. Yeah. Give me the under, however. I'm saying 28-3. Yeah. yeah. I think Michigan wins, and I think they cover as well. I just, like we've talked about, if Iowa's not able to get deep, you know, some enough play from their defense, and their defense is going to be good, they're going to keep Michigan at least a little bit in check. You know, if, if Michigan can get a, a – not a similar game from what they had out of Blake Corm last week, but – you know, giving him the rock and, and continuing to wear down this this front seven for Iowa, they'll be able to open up the passing attack, and it's not going to be close. And, um, and here's hoping that the Donovan Edwards comes back. That adds an extra layer to this pass offense as well. People don't mm-hmm. people underrate what Donovan Edwards does as a check down out of the backfield. We yeah. saw the tight ends play a really big role in that last week, but Donovan Edwards brings a different level to that. Also, Eric All being out last week. Yeah, he was out. I was about yeah. to mention that. The checkdowns were not there. They're gonna. They, I. I am almost guaranteeing they're gonna be back this week. From everything I've read, it looks like it looks pretty positive. Of course, that we got a couple of days to go. Mm-hmm. If they're back, I think we score more. But I'm gonna. I'm just still saying concerned. I'm saying, like I said, twenty-eight three. If but, you like offense, this is not the game to watch. Um, <coughs> Iowa, we've seen no life out of this offense. Um, and I think that that continues on. Um, that and spoiler alert: this is my lock of the week. I think that Michigan's offense has looked a lot better this year, and defensively, this this Iowa Hawkeyes offense is going to do jack squat against this Michigan defense. Give me Michigan and the cover. I also uh, – I just want to say this real quick. Sorry, Colin. Uh, I think that this Michigan defense is going to have more turnovers and probably um, more points as a result of turnovers. Like I think that Michigan would be able to outscore Iowa with their defense alone. Yeah, we're spending too much time on this game. That's why I'm getting kind of annoyed. Um, last, but, last, last thing. Oh my Sorry. gosh. Well, I didn't say it, but Cam reminded me. It's my lock. The under of 42. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. That, that, see, that was a good one, Tyler. BJ's yours was bad. No offense. Uh, I, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm going to say what everybody thinks here. Michigan, probably going to blow out Iowa. Uh, whether it's a ugly blowout or not, probably going to blow them out. I, I do like the under in this game as well. They just got to avoid catastrophe as far as possessions go, ending it poorly. And in interceptions resulting in red zone trips for Iowa, and they got nothing to worry about if they just take care of the ball. Kentucky at Ole Miss, number seven versus number 14. A lot of people calling Ole Miss fraudulent. A lot of people calling Kentucky fraudulent. Regardless, we're going to see them square off noon Saturday. Who do you got, Tyler? Two of the best rushing offenses. Timeout. Zach Evans, probably not going to play. Not, not important. No, Quinchon Judkins. I'm, I'm and, just yeah, I know. Out there. I know. And, and Ulysses Bentley can easily. He's take supposed over. to be out too. Bentley? Yeah, he's also supposed to be out. Okay. Either way, <laughs> Judkins. Judkins then has to step up, which he's done constantly. He's their leading rusher right now for good reason. He's played really well. Five touchdowns on the year. I want to see more out of Jackson Dart. That is my whole entire key for this Ole Miss team is seeing more from Jackson Dart in this receiving court. They can do a lot better than what they've done. 
We just have yet to see it. And we have yet to see them need to do it. This week, they're going to need to. Kentucky knows. They're going to be keying on the run. They're going to be keying on Judkins. Watch out for that. Chris Rodriguez is supposed to be back this week. Uh, and that means watch out for Kentucky's run game. They haven't been impressive, but they've done enough. Will Levis, they're going to be kind of keying on him. He's the guy that, that, that Kentucky is using to try to win games. Close game all throughout. I think Kentucky wins late uh, based off of a defensive or a special teams play. I think this is where we're going to finally see Jackson Dart making plays to the air, and that's what's going to pick apart this Kentucky defense that's going to lead Ole Miss to a victory. I think Ole Miss will win. I don't think they're going to cover. I do expect this to be a close game, as Tyler mentioned. I, I'm excited to see you know Chris Rodriguez out on the field for the first time this season for Kentucky, as, as we you know have have been talking about since after the the Florida game that we've we're wondering, okay, how long is it going to be before he's you know, out on the field, how long is this suspension lasting? You know, it, it cannot last any longer if Kentucky wants to continue winning and, and win this game. Uh, even if he plays, I still think Ole Miss just wins because I think they've got more talent on offense. I, I really, you know, I, I think that, as you said, Tyler, Ole Miss defense going to kind of shut down or, or try to limit the uh, passing attack of Levis, and we're going to try to see what Kentucky's rushing attack is able to do is capable of doing. And I'm going to take the rebels. Cam. Um, I have Kentucky winning. Um, I think that Kentucky's defense is really good. And we've seen Ole Miss um, under Lane Kiffin struggle at times against defenses similar to a Stoops coach defense. And so I think Kentucky is able to get the victory. Um, I think that Chris Rodriguez as well is going to do wonders for this rushing attack. All right. I'm going to go with the Ole Miss Rebels in this game. I think they win by about 10 points. Uh, I think I had it as a close score when I had the top 10. I just don't find a way Kentucky scores. Do you guys really think that a team who, as a team, granted, that that might be a little bit jaded, but as a team, they've rushed for 2.4 yards per per carry this year. Do you really think that Chris Rodriguez is going to help out that much? No, especially game one on the road at Vaught-Hemingway. For the first time, by the way, since, gosh, like I think it was like uh, 2010. I, is what I heard. This is the first time they met in Vault Hemingway Stadium. So, probably. Regardless, I would say, well, he hasn't gotten game reps. He's been practicing still. He was never mm-hmm. officially like suspended. Yeah. He was just sat. He's been practicing. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going to be completely rusty. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's not the point I'm making. I think what people are overlooking is there, a lot of people are looking at, at who's at tailback not who they lost on the offensive line, which is a big issue at Kentucky. And that was one of the main reasons I wasn't high on Kentucky. I don't love Will Levis. I think he's inconsistent. And I also don't love this offensive line because I didn't feel like they had depth and they were fortunate that they didn't deal with more injury last year through the duration of the season. Ole Miss is just a better team. They got a very good defense. A lot of people don't know that, but they do. And you're also talking about this Ole Miss offense that – is getting better and better in the past game. Jalen Robinson is supposed to be back healthy as a transfer from UCF. And Quinshaw Junkins, Judkins, the Junkins, Judkins, he's 
been the leading rusher for a reason. He's a legit tailback, so give me the Rebels, and they cover. It is the first time since 2010 yeah. that they've played and bought him anyway. Whew, BJ, take this one over. Okay, it's uh, number 18, Oklahoma, at TCU. This is uh, an early kick on ABC. Uh, the keys to this game for TCU in order to win is that they've got to be able to get the ball moving like they were able to do in the first half last week against SMU. If they are going to win this game, they're going to need to go through the air. Max Duggan's going to need to be as sharp as he has been throughout this first part of the season. And, and really, you know, I've been impressed with what we've seen from Kendra Miller, uh, out of, or Kendra, I'm sorry, out of the backfield for this Frog team. And, you know, this, this is a TCU team that defensively, they've looked really good. They've gotten pressure on quarterbacks. Oklahoma, similar style with the air raid that you saw from SMU a week ago. So they're basically, you know, it's, it's better athletes for sure, but it's basically the same scheme that they saw a week ago. And this time they get the, the home crowd in their favor as opposed to being in a hostile road environment. That being said, I think Oklahoma just has too much talent. I think we're a good team. I think we're going to keep it close, but I've got the Sooners, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am absolutely wrong. Yeah, um, I have I have Oklahoma winning, but I think TCU is going to be able to cover. Um, I think that this will be a close game. Um, I like TCU defensively to get a lot of pressure on Dylan Gabriel. Um, we've seen at times, like for instance, against Kansas State, we've seen this offensive line for OU struggle and pass protection. And so I think TCU is able to get pressure there and keep it relatively close. Um, and plus we've seen TCU's offense Play, perform really, really well. Tyler? Poll. Upset. TCU winning in Fort Worth. I could kiss you if it weren't for my religion. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Um, I'm liking this TCU team. I was on them from the beginning, from preseason. I was on this TCU team to get a win in this game. He was. It's at noon. That's fine. Bring it on. Max Duggan's played out of his mind for what I expected from him coming into this season, truthfully. I expected high – like, I had high expectations, but he's he's outdone those he's, so far. I think he's going to continue to do that. Oklahoma's going to play a great game. But just like you said, BJ, they faced a similar offense with less talent last week. They contained it fairly well. Not perfectly, but fairly well. I think they'll do exactly what they need to do this weekend. Glad they didn't look ahead last week because they're all in on this one. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're right. I mean, he was in, indeed back on it uh, before the season started. He talked about this one. I just think it's less likely because of that loss last week. I think Oklahoma is going to be a little bit more motivated. TCU certainly going to be motivated. I'm not saying that we're not going to be, but I, I just, hmm, it's tough, tough to think tough for me to, to pull it right now. Colin. Yeah, I don't think six and a half is enough. I honestly don't think so. I don't see TCU winning this uh, football game at all. Just talent-wise, they don't match up super well with Oklahoma, and an angry Oklahoma team as it is off of uh, off of that horrible, horrible loss that they had. And something that has kind of dodged TCU this year is the turnovers. 
Same with Oklahoma, granted. But I just don't think that they're going to go into this game against Brent Venables' defense. And, and A, Brent Venables is going to have a poor showing like that two weeks in a row. And B, Oklahoma, I see that, BJ. Oklahoma is not going to force turnovers themselves. I got Oklahoma by at least 10. Minnesota, number 21. They enter the top 25. Dangerous game. Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> Who did that? BJ. What? Are your glasses not working or what? Look at Purdue. Look at Purdue. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Well, hey, at least the logo is at least the logo and the colors are right. Let's make this uh, quick because this right. looks. Uh, let's make this quick because this looks ugly. Minnesota, Minnesota, they cover. I think Purdue covers, but I've got Minnesota winning. Twelve and a half I, for Minnesota. No, yeah. oh, they cover. Yeah, I have Purdue covering as well, um, but Minnesota wins. I don't get this line at all. Uh, Vegas must know something, so Minnesota is definitely winning. That's all I'm going to say. Texas Tech, Kansas State. We got something right, but the AP poll did not get the rankings right. I don't understand why K-State is ranked just because you upset Oklahoma. Okay. But with that being said, do they bounce off of that big Oklahoma win and be able to beat Texas Tech, or will Texas Tech off of the big win against Texas fall? I think in the little apple, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm I'm watching what Adrian Martinez has done, and while it's not impressive through the air, he's used his legs very, very well throughout the first few games. I know the Tulane game looks bad. However, I I just have to think that they overlooked it and we're ready for Oklahoma the next week, and that's fine. You can't do that though. But it, I mean, it's okay. It doesn't hurt them in the Big Twelve race. They're still well in it, and. Uh, I think I think they're going to get a win. I think they're going to be more physical than Texas Tech, and in a conference that we make fun of for defense, at least we did. It's not that way anymore. It's usually the more physical team wins, and that's what we saw last week. And I think that's what we're going to see again this week. Yep, this Kansas State team is a good team. Adrian Martinez has played as well as we thought that he could with the you know being in a new environment. Uh, out, out of Scott Frost's clutches and everything like that. But this is going to be a game won by Deuce Vaughn, I think. He was kind of stymied by that Oklahoma rushing attack last week, and it really fell on Adrian Martinez. It's not going to be that way this week. Deuce Vaughn is going to be able to run all over this Texas Tech defense. And I just don't think that Tech's offense – I've liked what I've seen from Donovan Smith at times, and, and he's certainly shown flashes as to why he should be their starter as opposed to Tyler Shuck. I think Tech struggles with this Kansas State defense, and I've got Kansas State winning and covering. I think that they win by 10 or more. Yeah, we, we've we seen Texas Tech struggle against very physical teams, i.e. NC State. Mm-hmm. And this K-State team has a culture built around very physical football. Like, they're going to line up and they're going to try to establish the line of scrimmage, both sides of the ball. And I think ultimately K-State wins, and I think that they cover. Uh, Eight points is not enough for me to definitively say that K-State covers. But I do think K-State wins. I think these two teams are very evenly matched. They seem essentially like the the basically similar teams, just better playmakers for K-State and a better offensive line. 
They're similar in style, but that's about where the line is drawn here. So I'm going to go with Kansas State to win this game. Though I am really high on Texas Tech, I actually ranked them because I felt like they deserved it. But, um, yeah, give me give me K-State in that game. This game is going to be at 2 Eastern, 11 a.m. local kick. Oregon State on the heels of that crushing USC loss in a low-scoring battle. They get to play against the Utah Utes on the road. Now, this Oregon State Beavers team did beat the Utes last year. Do we see a repeat of that? Not in Rice-Eccles Stadium. I think the Utah is able to, you know, they got nothing better to do on a Saturday morning at 11 o'clock over there. I can promise you. They'll be there. Um, I, I'm impressed with the tight ends at Utah right now. Uh, Kincaid, Keithy, I mean, they've been playing really, really well. Um, they, they've – I just don't think that we're going to have enough. I don't think we're going to see a similar performance for Chance Nolan, though. I don't think we're going to see multiple interceptions, uh, maybe one at max, but I, I would not see this call a four INT game. But uh, I think I think Utah wins a, a tough physical game. Uh, just wanted to say I, I changed my tune. Uh, I've got Minnesota covering. Um, yeah, this is a actually a, a noon local time because I think Utah is in the mountain time zone. Uh, either you- way. Did you learn something? Is there something I'm missing with that Purdue Minnesota game? No, no. I I wrote down and and I I had in my head earlier. I hadn't had gotten a chance to tell you. I was like, wait a minute, didn't I change that? And I hadn't had a chance to tell you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Minnesota. I just I I don't think this is where Purdue gets the spoiler maker beacon. Activated. Okay, but twelve and a half points. Uh, and Minnesota covers. Yeah. Twelve and yeah. a half, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, I, I think Oregon State keeps this game close. I don't think they're going to be able to win. I think Utah is the is a more talented team, especially at home. But I think Oregon State proved last week, even in you know in a, in a home environment, that they've got the defense that can you know slow down some of the best offenses in the Pac-12. And I, I think they'll be able to sustain me Utah a little bit at least. I expect it to be a lower scoring game, kind of similar to what we saw. Last week in that you know USC Oregon State game, but I think Utah gets a win in a close defensive game. Utah's going to have revenge on their mind for one thing for last year, mm-hmm. and um, Oregon State does look good. However, we've seen them t- struggle with turnovers. Um, this Utah defense has unlike last year, been able to force turnovers through the first few games. Um, Give me Utah, and I think that they cover, but it's going to be really close. Clark Phillips is a guy who I think has the ability to take away Treshawn Harrison. Oregon State, you saw it in the Fresno State game. You don't take away Treshawn Harrison. Oregon State's going to be able to kill you. Oregon State's going to be able to beat you. USC, what did they do? They took away Treshawn Harrison. Tyjon Lindsey was not up to the bill. Therefore, I think Utah does win. I think it's a somewhat low-scoring game, but I do think Utah's going to find a little bit of success on the ground. They just have running backs who can absolutely play. Tavion Thomas and Bernard there, but also Cam Rising being – 
kind of a running quarterback. We didn't see that really too much displayed for Caleb Williams last week, but I mean, that's another element for this Utah offense. I'm going to go ahead and take Utah. And I also think there's somewhat of a letdown here for Oregon State, kind of let USC beat them twice. Alabama at Arkansas. Oh, boy, man. Um, This next stretch of games, Alabama, I made a post, and this was clarification, by the way. You Alabama fans are such sensitive bitches, okay? I cannot – I'm going first. I pick Arkansas to win this game because I said it in the preseason. I picked this as the one game Alabama was going to lose. And they're all like, there's no way that could ever happen. Alabama has not lost to Arkansas since Saban got there. I'm like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I I, I just don't care. He also never lost to an assistant, and he lost to two last year. I don't care about those trends. We've talked about it before. I'm the type of person that doesn't like to listen to those trends too much unless it's something that's like a rivalry that could get into play uh, a team's head or they might be due. This isn't a rivalry. They might meet every year, but this isn't a rivalry like that. And I say that. And by the way, it was a general just predicting all the scores in the top 25. Alabama fans all came out of the woodwork. We are not losing to Arkansas. So I made a post about how sensitive they are. They got butt hurt. And I was like, for clarification here, Alabama could lose one of these next three games. Arkansas, Texas A&M, Tennessee. If they lose one of those three, they still might end up being the best team at the end of the year. And they're probably going to still be in the top four for me. I'm just putting it out you, there. To be honest with you, those three, and then they get Ole Miss and LSU both later mm-hmm. on. Back to back. They, on the lost, road. they lost two games out of those five. I would not be shocked. Yeah. Well, in if the way they two games, that's a little bit different to me. But I'm just, I'm just talking saying, about. I wouldn't be surprised the way they've started the season. I mean, they could have one loss already if things went differently. Especially on the road for three of those five, I'm pretty sure. Or four. Four of those five are on the road, aren't they? Because they got yeah. this one on the road, AM's at home. Aren't they on the road in Knoxville? They're in Knoxville, and yeah. I believe and they're they, in at LSU, LSU and at Ole Miss. LSU. Too. Yeah, I, I just LSU like as a fan, right? And we'll I, I take it week to week for the most part. I make my season predictions and stuff, but once the season starts, it's week by week for me. And you know, I just I haven't seen enough for me to change my preseason pick for Arkansas, Alabama. So I'm taking Arkansas here. But as a fan, if somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, you're an Ohio State fan." You guys are losing to Penn State. I'll be like, that's reasonable. I might disagree, but that's reasonable. Or you guys are losing to Michigan at the end of the year. I'm like, I don't think we're going to get beat twice in a row by them. I think we're motivated. But if you pick Michigan, worst teams have beat us, right? It's the difference between, like, me picking Arkansas to beat Alabama versus me picking Vandy last week. Or or maybe not even that dramatic. Me picking LSU. Like that's a little bit more outlandish, yeah. Than than picking this, but no, I mean this is just crazy to a lot of people, a lot of Alabama fans. So I got Arkansas winning. I think that this past defense is going to look a little bit better, mainly because I'm not impressed with the Alabama wide receiver core. I'm not pulling, but this game's going to be close. This is coming down to the end. Alabama's going to get the win. Man, if, if that game is not on my screen, uh, I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> and it won't be because I don't want to watch it. It will be because it gets ugly, and I, I would be shocked if it does on either end. 
Yeah, before I make my pick, uh, I want to say hi to Slate is free, and we did do Kentucky Ole Miss. Yes, I think we, we were did. we were split on that. Two we of us went with yeah, Ole Miss, two, and two, two went with. You Kentucky. can go back and watch it on YouTube yeah. if you want. YouTube mm-hmm. Loudmouth Sports. I know that was on Twitch. I don't know which Twitch, but regardless, mm-hmm. you can look at it on uh, YouTube. Either way, anyway. thanks for the view. So, um, Arkansas will cover, but I think Alabama wins a very close one. It's just uh, this Arkansas team, you talked about it. Yeah, they th- this is not a rivalry, but there is a streak in their heads. They've won one since 2006. If they don't win this year, this is – I mean, I don't know when the next time they'll get a better chance to win. Pittman's got them going in the right direction, but I just – I, I, I'm I pulled it before the season. I'm reevaluating. I think Arkansas keeps it close, but I'm going to take the tide until proven wrong. Paul, um, <laughs> I think that Arkansas is able to win this game. The defense has looked well, um, and this Arkansas team is going to want to bounce back from that AM game, um, where quite frankly they beat themselves more than anything else in that game. And I think Arkansas is able to do that. Um, Alabama's offense has struggled at times. We've seen Arkansas. We've seen Arkansas's offense look really well through the first few weeks here. Um, even in that A&M game, they were having success against a very good A&M game. I think that this is going to be a very close game and has potential to be an all-time classic type of a game. Um, but give me Wu Pig Suey with the victory here. And I, I just think that when when you're talking about this Arkansas football team, you're not looking at a team that 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 the moment isn't too big. That's kind of my big thing about it is when they played Georgia last year, that was their taste of we're not ready. But if they listen to that history and stuff in that tradition, they weren't going nine and four last year. They weren't mm-hmm. going toe to toe with Ole Miss, who went to a uh, Sugar Bowl last year. That just isn't happening with with Arkansas. If yeah. they had some sort of mental barrier, at absolutely. All. So I just don't think yeah. that's a thing in this particular matchup. Alabama is a better team. And it was Upset a one-score game in uh, in in Tuscaloosa last in year. In Tuscaloosa, too, so. it was a, a seven-point game. I think this game's going to be a little bit different. I think some of those touchdowns are going to be field goals. Um, this one, I'm just going to be very quick. I think it's a blowout, but I think, uh, I think it's up to 41 points. I think that's too much. I think Rutgers covers. It's more like a backdoor cover, but Rutgers, they will probably put up a good 17, 24 points on us, and that's totally fine. Doesn't mean our defense sucks. It's just Shiano has a chip on his shoulder when he goes up against Ohio State. It's been a thing since he got the job back in 2020, and the last two matchups has just been interesting against Rutgers. Yeah, this is Shiano's game where he likes to likes to be a little weird sometimes, and uh, we're gonna see it again. However, again, I, I don't I don't think that uh, I don't think they got a chance. I, I think I'm thinking more so like. 45-17, they'll cover, but they are not uh, They're they're not going to win this game. No, they're not going to win this game, and I feel bad for them. I, I hope... If you're right, man. 
Go, go put <laughs> some money on it right now. Go put some money on it now and uh, help us to to fund our, our loudmouth studio if you're right. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, um, Ohio no, State wins. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State wins. I think Rutgers uh, ends up with a backdoor cover. I just don't – I mean, 40-plus points in a conference game is, is quite a bit, and this Rutgers team is not – nearly as bad as they have been in, in years past. I think that Ohio State wins and comfortably, but I don't think that they they just blow the the pants off this Rutgers team. Yep. Yep. <laughs> pants. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here and earlier this week I said Ohio State wins and they cover. Um I'm kind of changing my tune a little bit the more and more I think about this game. I think Rutgers covers that being said, I still think Ohio State controls this entire game. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, dominates Rutgers. But what's probably going to happen I, is Ohio State is going to be up at the half, like thirty-eight to seven, forty-two to seven. It's a blowout, but then I'll they kind sure of trade blows the for chat, the rest the of the way. game. Yep, for sure. But yeah, they like trade blows the rest of the game, and it, it ends up being like uh, so. If it's thirty-eight to seven at halftime, it ends up being something like fifty-five to twenty. Rutgers covers. I mean, it's just too many points for me. Yeah. Anyway, Shiano's got something there at Rutgers, though. I've I've really been impressed with them so far this year, three and one. Yeah, and I hope we get the chance to talk about them a little bit more. If it wasn't for stupid turnovers, and really, it's because Simon's in. That's that's handcuffing them a lot. They probably could have beat Iowa last week. I mean, they were in that game. Blake Shapin and the Baylor Bears, Oklahoma State, Spencer Sanders. I'm going to go first because this is my upset lock. Oklahoma State on the road at Baylor. They get revenge at 3.30 in Waco. I get it's a road environment. I get Baylor can be a tough place to play. But, man, I like this Oklahoma State team. I think their defense is a lot better than a lot of people think. I think that their pass game is on an extra level. I mean, you can see it in those stats right there. Ten touchdowns, one interception. If Spencer Sanders was lighting up bad teams last year, you would more so see ten touchdowns or it's ten touchdowns. Five interceptions. He's actually taking care of the ball really well. I like this Oklahoma State team. I think they stay in the top ten. Baylor gets knocked off. I like. I really like Dave Aranda and Baylor. I just don't think this is a good matchup with all the factors I just mentioned. Oh, I'm in the very opposite category. Uh, give me Baylor. I think they're going to come out um, with something to prove that people thought they got lucky last year at the end of that game uh, in the Big Twelve Championship. I don't think so. And then we'll come out, prove it correct. McLean Stadium is going to be rocking. Give me the Bears. It's not that they got lucky. You know, Baylor got um, – I was there. I should know. I saw this game uh, in person. Baylor got the first lucky half. There was, they were dominant in that first half. And then Oklahoma State's defense made the right adjustments and really kept this Baylor offense handcuffed. And I expect that they'll have a similar look. And I think Spencer Sanders redeems himself for struggling. He threw, I think, four picks or had five turnovers or something in that game. And I, I think Oklahoma State will get their revenge for, uh, like Colin said, uh, not winning the Big 12 title game. I've got the Cowboys. They've looked a lot better offensively than I gave them credit for going into the season. Spencer Sanders has actually looked like the quarterback that we thought he might look like for a few years now. And uh, they're playing red hot right now. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Pull. I guess because it's a they're the underdogs. Yeah, um, I have Baylor winning this game as well. Um, 
I've been really impressed with this Baylor defense, especially. Um, we've seen at we've seen at times Oklahoma State under Gundy struggle with very physical defenses, and so I think that this is another one of those games. That being said, Spencer Sanders has played a lot better than what I thought he would play coming into the year. And on top of that, I'm just going to say, like, Oklahoma State definitely looks better than I thought they would be coming into the year. I still am not necessarily 100% sold on them, but I think that and let, that's probably Say the line, the Cam. Reason is why. College who kickers. Who have they played? <laughs> who have they played? <laughs> who have they played? Whoa. 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 No. Whoa. We did that at least once. Penn, State's are, Penn State gets a 33-point head start. Would you look at that? Who did that? That wasn't me. You were the one that made that slide. <laughs> Anyways. One mulligan well done, each, sir. and his mulligan was a lot worse because Penn State's actually favored by 33. Hey, requiring a mulligan is I'm kidding. They're mulligan. favored by 26 and a half. Uh, look, this is a horrible let, – let's make this super fast. This is a horrible matchup for Northwestern. Ever since that week zero win, they've looked awful. Give me Penn State big. Cover the 26 and a half. I've been on Penn State when it comes to spreads. I've been absolutely hammering them. I have not missed a single Penn State – game when it comes to against the spread and I'm not going to miss it this week minus 26 and a half this honestly should have been my lock but we've featured Penn State two weeks in a row so it's cool oh, Evan, Hull, Evan Hull is actually the uh rushing leader receiving leader yeah. and fumbles leader this season it's awesome <laughs> like what he's doing over there in Northwestern. Um, Love but the Penn State Penn State big yeah Penn State cover sorry Slade it looks like you're out 20 dollars to your grandpa next time you'll learn you're going to learn, kid. Um, I I have Penn State winning this game, and it's not going to be pretty. I, outside of week one, Northwestern has been jack shit. Um, I, I like Northwestern. I always want them to do well, but they look bad this year. Well, little times. did we know, Northwestern wasn't even good then. Yeah, not even yeah. week one. It was week zero. Don't. Nope. Nope. True, 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 true. Sorry, Slade. It is what it is. Florida State, is Wake Forest. Is. This is an awesome matchup to get. Um, here's the thing. Does Wake Forest have a hangover effect, Tyler? I don't think so. I think they're going to come out and they're going to they're gonna be firing on all cylinders, just the way they have been all season, the way they were all last season too. It was a big stage. They didn't get let down. They didn't let anybody down, as a matter of fact. They covered. They hung around. They took it to overtime, and they just and they just had a an unfortunate possession. That's not what I said. You asked about a hangover. I think they're going to be just fine. Okay. Is that not Gabriel what you asked? Rias just hit a. Or, no, no, you just said it the way you, you said, to, you said that they didn't let anyone down, and I was like thinking, like, I'm like, I didn't say they let anyone down. I, no, I'm just, I'm saying they're going to be just fine. No hangover. They're going to okay. come out firing. Okay. Okay. And in their gotcha. minds, they shouldn't feel like they let anybody down because they didn't. They played really well. They did what they should have done. And I got you. Unfortunately, they lost. This game rides for me on Florida State and whether Jordan Travis is fully healthy and ready to go this week. Of course, he, he hasn't played, I think, for a couple weeks now. He's going to come into this game. I think Florida State wins. 
but Wake is going to keep it close. This is going to be an interesting game. Florida State's a uh, seven-point favorite, and I think it's absolutely uh, asinine if you think that Florida State's going to cover and win by more than a touchdown in this game. I think Wake is not feeling a hangover at all or anything like that. The The biggest thing that I've I seen – they're getting that, seven on home field advantage. Maybe. Um, well, they're probably going to get affected by some weather as well. Yeah, we'll that's what I was just about games. to say. Um, so I definitely don't like the seven points either way. No. Yeah, I, I, I think Wake is going to be just fine as long as this game not too affected by the weather. Tallahassee is, I think, far enough inland that it's shifted. Tallahassee's not even getting touched yeah. right now, except yeah. except for by a couple bands. I mean, they're really yeah. – Tallahassee they, is they lucked very, out. very uh, – they're, they're north. They're almost in the panhandle area of Florida. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be fine, and that's why I, I'm thinking Wake Forest is fine. If Wake Forest can't throw the ball due to weather, they are fucked. I mean, beyond yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, I think, think they will be. be. I think they will be too. I think Florida State wins a close game, but Wake is definitely going to cover. I, I, it just depends on if Jordan Travis isn't hundred percent. Wake, I think, can win this game as well. But I'm, I'm definitely taking Wake to cover. I'm, I'm kind of less more so on the, the actual winner as of right now. But I'm going to take Florida State in a close one for now. Yeah, give me Florida State by the hair on my chinny chin chin. Um, it's going to be a very, 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 very close game, though. Um, and I I feel bad for Wake and Sam Hartman having these two very emotional games back-to-back. Um, but it's going to be a close one. I, I think Florida State wins by a field goal, though. If he- oh! Seminoles win this game. They got the better defense. They got the better skill position players. They have the run game advantage. Johnny Wilson is the best receiver that's playing in this game. He might be the best receiver in the entire conference when it's all said and done. I'll just wait to see how the season plays out to say that. But I think Johnny Wilson is an absolute monster. Having Jordan Travis back is going to be a huge deal. If weather's not a big factor in this, I think there is a slight possibility that Florida State does actually cover seven points. But I wouldn't touch that. I just know for a fact in my heart, Mike Norvell's team is going to win this game. Give me Florida State. Let's go. I guess I, the uh, money that should have gone to the studio should go to Colin's uh, singing next time. Singing why was lessons. that good? No. Get you some lessons. Yeah, we got to get you some lessons, man. All right, let's get let's no, get right into saying it. I should this one? First off, damn it, BJ. What? Damn it, BJ. Damn it, BJ? What? Take a look at the screen for two seconds. Something look off. No. Hunter Deckers definitely does not have a thousand yards. Yes, he does. No, he does. Yeah, that's not what's off, man. They're crooked. What are we doing? I, they don't look crooked it's to me. Little character. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. I see what he's saying. The Iowa State side is fucked. <laughs> the Iowa State side, that, the logo that's, is way off. It's not. That's center, not. Man. That's not even what it is. No, look at the text. The Kansas oh, Tech versus yeah, the Iowa State Tech. It's a little cool. higher, but who cares? I'm just uh, saying I'm winning as far as the Mulligans go. I've done less. 
Hey, you want help with this, or do you want there to be mulligans or something? I mean, we, I, I tried. State, I tried to volunteer I'll my say time. Who's going to want a mulligan? Iowa State. A lot of people think that Kansas should be a top twenty-five <laughs> team. What's your take on this? Well, when they when they go five and zero oh after a win over Iowa State, they will be in my top twenty-five. Oh, Brooker, shut up! That's not a violent. Rock chalk, bitches. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 full on board. I want Kansas to win this game. That being said, I think that they have gotten some luck involved to win some of their games this year, and I think that it's going to run out a little bit early. I think Iowa State will go in and win in Lawrence. I'm going to take the Cyclones. I'm hoping I'm wrong though. Somebody must have shoved the um, Golden Horseshoe up their ass, but I have um, Kansas winning. I think that this is going to be a really good game, though. Hopefully ESPN doesn't put Beth is Mullins Lance, on this. Is Lance Leipold like the reincarnation of uh, of Mangino, just without the uh, the fat weight. belly? <laughs> I was trying without to the tub of lard on his stomach. <laughs> That's All right. Iowa State. They cover. I say that as Kansas runs out of luck here, and Iowa State's a way better team than a lot of people give credit for. Texas A and M, the week? Aggies. Last week, yeah, we didn't talk about Kansas last week against Duke. No, I'm not talking about Kansas. I'm talking about Iowa State. I picked. No, he took. He picked Baylor last week. Yeah. Okay. We all picked Baylor. Yeah. I still think I I probably said that. I said this Iowa State team is better than a lot of people think, but Baylor wins, and that game was hella competitive. Mm. Texas A&M on the road at Mississippi State. Uh, Texas A&M is actually laying points here. Mississippi State's favored by four. Weather's not a factor in this game. Do you guys think that a and is going to be able to get a huge win for a second week in a row? Or do you think Mississippi State does it for a second consecutive year? I am struggling with this game. <sighs> Me too, man. Oh, yeah. Terribly. I mean, the idea that yesterday was on my upset pick of the week and now I'm on Mississippi State again, like that's where we're sitting right now. It's not on my upset of the week for a reason because and it never was was because I, I knew I was back and forth. I think Mississippi State wins. I think they they don't cover. This game's gonna be close, man. It's gonna come down to some some of uh, some of John Tortorella's famous uh, famous balls to get a win here. Talking two point conversion late type of game, and, and Mississippi State will pull it out. I look at this game and I mean, yeah, I'm right there with y'all in terms of struggling with it because I, I I think that Mississippi State definitely has the talent to win this game and it's not because you know they, they lost LSU that I, I'm not going to pick them. I think A&M's got the better defense. I think Max Johnson, you know, you talk about balls, well, you didn't talk about the shaft. Max Johnson is going to lead the Aggies to the win in this game. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think A&M wins a very close game on the road and, and gets another one back that they didn't get last year. Oh, man, this game. <laughs> this game has me the most back and forth of, of all the games this week. I think that this is going to be an absolutely insane game. It's on the road, though, in Stark Vegas. Wild things have happened in Stark Vegas. Um, I I know that they, I know that um, Mississippi State is favored. I have them winning. It's going to be really close. Um, 
on the off chance you're you're looking for games to bet, do not bet this game. <laughs> like it's way too close. My initial when I did my top twenty five predictions, I picked Mississippi State twenty to seventeen. This is one of those games where you just got to write out your opinion because you were so back and forth. Your initial opinion sometimes, you just got to go with it. Because at the end of the day, we just don't know what's going to happen in this game. What Aggies team is going to show up? How dominant can that defense be? I really like that secondary for Texas A&M. Mississippi State really should be 4-0 right now. People forget that they were dominating LSU, and all of a sudden they just forgot how to move the ball, and they forgot how to tackle. Mm-hmm. They were up 16-3 to and ended up losing, what, 31-16? to Yes. Yeah. So, and, and LSU to me is a good team still. Florida State they, is proving They are much uh, – they're – because of Florida State and what they've become, LSU looks a lot better than, yeah. than we thought. Yeah, yeah. Can can so, we interrupt this for just a quick second? I found something very interesting. Okay. And, and this I, is going to go back a little bit to another sigh. team. Take a look at this. Northwestern is planning to design a brand new stadium. Um, I don't know can if we, that's can a you new click stadium. In? Is it? I can't it see. Is. It is going to be Ryan Field. Um. Oh, and that's just not happening. Field. That is how just can, not yeah. happening. That is the proposed plan for Ryan Field. No, what's not happening is the crowd that's in the freaking stands. <laughs> yeah, The new Ryan Field's capacity will be 35,000, more than 12,000 fewer than the current Ryan Field, which I don't think is correct. It, by this, by this, yeah, this uh, does not here. look like thirty-five thousand. Yeah, so I'm not sure mm-hmm. where they're getting this idea from. Maybe get um, rid of the upper deck, and that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't and get know, rid of that's... the roof too, because then they wouldn't be able to punt. I just saw wanted to plug it because I'm going to have to leave here in about twenty minutes, so we can okay. speed this. Well, shit let's up. try to. Yeah, let's. We try got to only a few more games. With that being said, we just finished up this one. Uh, this one's going to be a blowout. Missouri is very, very bad. I really like Luther Burden, but he's still a ways away. So give Transfer me Georgia portal. big. He scrubbed Mizzou from his social media. Yeah. I don't no, think he's no going. Did he really? He yeah. did. He scrubbed. He scrubbed Mizzou from all of his bios. Um, no, nah, he's gone. Well, yeah, it, he's going to Ohio State. That's the five star they were talking about. It's Luther Burden. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. D- people were talking about a, a five star wide receiver entering the transfer portal and going to Ohio State this transfer cycle. I'm like, well, there's not too many receivers who could come to Ohio State and play immediately. I think it's Luther Burden. Anyway. Well, if that happens, I'm just gonna fucking. I was, I was. <laughs> uh, hey, you know this this uh, toaster is actually uh, gonna take this, a bath. This toaster you? would look really cool in my bathtub. Um, <laughs> nice bath bomb. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia, big. Uh, please, Luther Burden, go to the real UM if you're gonna go anywhere. Georgia, Georgia covers. They they look a lot better than they did. Against Kent State, I don't know what happened, but I, I think they're going to figure it out. Kirby's going to be chewing them up like Uga chews a, a bone or something. All $5 know. in the Loudmouth Sports 
uh, bank account will go directly to you, Luther Burden. Please go to the real UM. <laughs> I'll contribute my three from my personal account. Um, anyways, um, I, I have Georgia winning big covering. Yeah. NC State at Clemson. We were talking about the inclement weather beforehand. This game, if played as scheduled, probably going to be the biggest game. I mean, it's the big. It's supposed to be the biggest game of the day. Game day is supposed to be there. It's the ABC primetime slot. This gives me shades of that Notre Dame-Clemson game from a few years ago. I think this one's going to be tight, guys. Yes. Yeah, game day is going to be there. They better have some anchors. Um <laughs> I don't think so. It's gonna there. It is gonna be windy. It's gonna be rainy. I mean, it's gonna be a terrible day on Saturday. Let's not make any mistake about it. Yeah. NC State has to be the more physical team in this game. There's no throwing the ball here. There will not be. I, I after seeing what I I saw in the weather report prior to starting this show, there is no throwing the ball in this game. And if you do, well then, to go back to John Tortorella. You got balls, all right? And, you know, <laughs> I I don't when think anybody's going to do it. I, I would not be surprised if we see Thayer Thomas in the backfield along with uh, Sumo Karingbe. It's They're going to throw everything out there to make this game as weird and wacky as they can because they have to. There, there's not going to be a choice. That's on both sides because throwing the ball is not going to be an option. We're 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 gonna run it back to the 1900s with this game. Um, it's it's gonna be very reminiscent of, of old school football. Um, if this were ideal conditions, I was gonna pull this. Um, I think that this with with Ian coming in as and the weather forecast expected, I'm gonna take Clemson in a close game. I definitely tell you to take the under. I know we've had some disagreements. But that's why you know I I will not to go too far into. Spoiler territory, but I initially had the under as my lock of the week for this oh, game. Oh, man. Okay. Here, I, I just think thing. it's going to be a lower scoring game. Okay. Cam. Can I make can I make a prediction? And if I could bet it, I would. Mm-hmm. One punter is going to slip, miss the punt, oh. and the defense is going to recover it and score. Yeah. Okay. And the score is going to be two. Tyler, <laughs> I got a uh, Cam pick because I got a story time for Tyler. Give me the pack. Um, I think they're going to be able to be the more physical team, and I too would slam the hell out of this under. Like I don't think either of these offenses is really going to find a very consistent thing, and I just truck trust the Wolfpack's defense a little bit more than Clemson's. I made jokes about four to two. I can see it. (laughs) Tyler. Tyler. Are you aware of what the snow bowl is? Yeah. Duh. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. <laughs> the 1950 in the greatest rivalry of all sports. 1950, Columbus, Ohio is absolutely just devastated with snow. I mean, it's an absolute blizzard. There were multiple casualties and 80,000 people still showed up to the Ohio Stadium, the horseshoe. Michigan gets an early safety. Ohio State gets a field goal. Ohio State's up 3-2. to two. Vic Janowitz, who actually won the Heisman Trophy, <laughs> punted for 685 yards, while Chuck Ortman punted for 723. I think they combined for like 
36 punts in the game. They were like punting on second down or something like that. Well, in the second quarter, the second quarter, Michigan blocks a punt, takes it to the house, makes the score eight to three. With an extra point, made it 9-3. to three. No more points the rest of the game. It was field position, field position, field position. It was back and forth. Was it now field how- position or fetal position? Yikes, I said field. <laughs> I said field. I know. I, that's why I asked because, I mean, it sounds like I'd be in the fetal position watching this game. What I am saying is listen to BJ's initial lock of the week if you think it's going to be similar to that. I could see a punt. Going up in the air and a big wind gust blowing it out of the end zone. <laughs> it's not supposed to be that bad, man. Come on. 40, gu- I mean, it, 40 it, mile it per hour 40, 40 plus mile an hour. Wait, Have you just... ever been in 40 mile an hour winds, man? It's not fun. No. We get turnators here in Ohio on occasion. Nothing like a hurricane. You never football in a tornado. I can promise you we Yeah, yeah. no, you did not. <laughs> you don't no, know what I was no. doing as a kid. Uh, I'll take Clemson, though. I think they win close. I'm I'm down on the score, so be proud of me. I'm going to go 24-20 to 20 Clemson. I really don't think it's going to be as bad, but I'm no meteorologist, so I'm not touching that over-under. I told you guys, I said there is a good chance that that goes under. I personally like the over. So I don't want to touch in uh, over under that low, right? 40 points. I don't care what it's looking like outside. I just, in modern college football, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to take Clemson to win this game, though. I I'm think they're I'm just a more physical team. Well, then 9-3 to three is nine what we just three. talked about. 9-3. 3-2. <laughs> I don't think anybody Again, the 45. Kick. No, Colin, let's not see it. You know what, BJ? I'm officially worse than you. Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech. Pitt's going to absolutely blow out Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's a mess. I do like Jeff Sims, but I don't like much else on that team. Yeah, Pitt big. Pitt big. Pitt big. USC big. Uh, we got a big lock of the week implication here, but I got USC winning big. Arizona State covers, though, kind of like a backdoor thing. No, USC big. Uh, I good job. Don't, I don't know that I feel differently if this was in Tempe. USC big. This is my lock of the week. I think USC covers. USC Cam. wins, and it's not going to be pretty. Big sad for ASU. Twenty-five and a half. I actually the score prediction I had was twenty-five points. So let's just go ahead and be USC covers just to be unanimous there. I guess Oregon in Stanford. Does Stanford pull it off for a second year in a row, Tyler? No, uh, they're not. They're not going to be able to go to Austin Stadium and win this game at night. Uh, Pac-12 after dark means something in a road game. Doesn't mean something here. Uh, I think Bo Nix is going to continue a a span of a hand of. I think now there would be four weeks of really good play after a terrible week one. I think this team does it goes as far as Bo Nix will take them, and I don't know how far that is, but I think that's where they're just at. Against the Blue Jays. I, I think that this Auburn team uh, that Bo Nix led last year was like four and one at this point as well before things just came crashing down. I don't expect the same thing for Oregon, but they will beat Stanford. They will get their revenge for last year, and I think they cover the spread. It's amazing Auburn fell apart after after those rumors. Right, yeah. I think they'd really back their coach. Mm-hmm. That happened in the offseason. 
I'm not, no, I'm not no, no. That was during the season, and yeah, that's I, I that saw. Season. Yeah, I saw a conspiracy. That was off season. No, it was not. No, it was you're, not. you're talking. We're not. talking about something completely different. We're you're you're talking about the the affair, I think, and we're talking. Oh, about something yeah, that's else. what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. We're, talking we're talking about, about the she, the the potential um, mandate, um, and yeah. so you know, I, I saw know, a conspiracy theory that said, you know, if somebody was going to fire me without due cause or whatever and and uh even though it was like my first year and i was doing the best i could why not go give them cause tank their program in the process and collect millions of their cash and to do it and i was like yeah makes okay. sense if that's why harson's doing what he's doing i know what you're talking about now that just yeah. with, with everything at auburn that literally left my mind oh but i know who do you got here how do you how do you see this game playing out i know tyler has to get out of here i'm trying to speed this I, up i already said oregon wins and they cover Cam. Oregon wins. I uh, I'm gonna go with Oregon cover, but it's Pac-12 after dark. We've seen it drunk before. 17 points is not enough for me. I do have Oregon covering, which scares me. But Stanford's just really bad this year. They're really bad. I think David Shaw's gone at the end of this year. I think they're gonna give him this year. He's earned that. But I think he's gone. I think they're gonna mutually part ways. All right, guys. You know what time it is. Lock of the week, as you can see here. Here is the graphic. All right, let's go ahead and take off that uh, Lama CFB there. Do you want that off or? Yeah, turn it yeah. off. Cam, I got to ask. Did you not <laughs> learn after last week? <laughs> you took Western Michigan. Now you're taking another W team with a brown logo. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, literally against San Jose try. State. You oh, literally Jose. didn't even try. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, say I'm a stubborn jackass. I got to get it back. I got to get it back. The big difference. The big difference. This is in Wyoming. That's huge. That is huge because Western mm -hmm. Michigan, an Eastern Time Zone team, going on the road to play after dark mm -hmm. at San Jose State. San Jose so, State be like, how many times do we have to teach you this that. lesson, old man? <laughs> well, I mean, I tell you what, if if Wyoming loses this game, it's one too many. Um, <laughs> Tyler, but if if they win, then we're going to be like, there you go, Cam, because yeah. we haven't been able to hit shit for upsets, and I think Cam Cam's is the only, the only one. one who Cam's hit the only one. one. Yeah. So let's not he, – hey. he's the expert right now when it comes to upsets right now. Uh, Tyler, go down your lock and upset. Well, my lock, as I said earlier, Michigan and Iowa under 42. I don't think this game's going to hit that. I don't think Iowa's going to score, which is why I don't think it hits, hits it. I, I'm not saying they're not going to score at all. I, I said 23 earlier. That's what I'm sticking to. I, I don't think Michigan scores more than 38, and I, th I don't think Iowa scores more than six. So that's kind of kind of where my mind's at right now. In terms of an upset, yeah, I, I had to do it. Rice Owls plus 10 over UAB. Here's why. Rice looked really good in their last few games, honestly, and they played really well against USC. Even though they got blown out, they were supposed to, but they played solid. Last week against Houston, they were in that game to the very end. They only lost 34-27. This UAB team is still trying to find something without Bill Clark. I know they played well to this point. I think Rice gets the job done. Give me the Owls. I believe this game's at home. Owls upset. Conference USA opener for both teams. Is that yes. correct? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. I have really liked this UAB team this year. 
However, we still don't know what they are, mainly because we're not sure who their opponents really are. Like Liberty and George Southern are very much unknowns to this point. So how do we gauge UAB? I don't really know. But Rice competing with Houston definitely gives you reason for optimism for that upset pick. I got San Diego State covering against Boise State. I honestly think this game is a toss-up. I think this game is a field goal game kind of thing. Very, very low scoring. Um, I, I got San Diego State winning, though, because I think they're more built to win a game like that. It's just – can you do me a favor, Braxton Burmeister, and not, like, absolutely ruin my speaking hopes of, and dream? Speaking of transfer portal rumors, Hank Bachmeyer has been mm-hmm. – said to yeah. be hitting the transfer portal as soon as it opens up. No, it's been confirmed. He's in. Okay, we'll see portal. you at freaking Northern Arizona. December 5th. You have to wait until that opens you up. So wait, it's not yeah. confirmed. I know that Northern Arizona like he is. Northern yeah. Arizona can have fun with Hank Bachmeyer. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I got the Cowboys. I'm riding with them. I think this is really my best chance at getting an upset here in week five. Um, I just really like this Cowboys team. And I think they have revenge on their mind, and we've talked about it enough. Give me the Cowboys with the upset. BJ. Yeah, uh, I think I've already mentioned both of mine because they were uh, games that we had to pick. USC, I'm going with the two future Big Ten schools that are residing in L.A. I've got USC covering over Arizona State as my lock of the week, and I'm going to take the Bruins in an upset over Washington. I think Washington's a good team, but I think UCLA has kind of not lived up to where I expected them to be. I think this is where they kind of start kicking in in high gear as we get into, you know, they played their Pac-12 opener last week against Colorado. Not really much more to say about that game. But I, I think this is where UCLA kind of makes a statement that they are a team that should be taken seriously in the Pac-12 as well. I'm personally not taking them that seriously. Uh, Cam, I picked Michigan to cover last week. They certainly left let me down. Do you think they're going to let you down? No, just because uh, this Iowa team is so reliant upon turnovers and has no offense whatsoever. And we've seen Michigan be able to score off of turnovers as well. Um, so give me Michigan to cover. And then as far as upset picks, Laramie's a tough place to play. It's like 7,700 feet above sea level or something like that. I can't remember exactly off of my head. Either way, Super high altitude, especially coming from San Jose, California, where they're where you're like what zero feet above sea level. Um, give me the pokes to win. Um, the Wyoming pokes, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't call them the pokes, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, <laughs> respect, only Oki State is the cowboy. Respect pokes. Wyoming, <laughs> indeed. It, it, regardless, though, it the should be a fun folks. weekend. L- listen, I'm. I'm personally, because none of them contradict what I had to say as far as the locks go, personally rooting for them all because we could really use a big, big week this week. And I think we're going to get it. We've been fucked. Yeah, I I, I think, you know, I think we're going to turn the corner. October starts. We should know enough about college football that the next two, two and a half months before the bowl season hits. We are going to be on a tear, and I truly believe that. So make sure you guys go ahead and just see how we do next. Check us out on Sunday and see how we did. That's all I'm going to tell you. But thank feel you guys free. for tuning in. Oh, go ahead, Kate. And feel free to roast us when we're wrong, if we are. So 
I yeah. already got four weeks of material for that, Cam. Don't encourage Facts. anymore. Go ahead and go back and watch those videos so that way you can come in here and be like, my gosh, Colin, how did you think A&M was actually a good dumbasses. team? Cam, how did you think Wisconsin was going to cover? Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I, You're welcome. Anyway. Well, we're going to go ahead and head on out of here and have ourselves our nights. We're going to go ahead and just, you know, we each have TikToks. Go ahead and check us out on TikTok, Cam, and what's yours? Cam Loudmouth 88. Tyler, what's yours? Icely LSN, I-C-E-L-Y LSN. Bash LSN, B-A-S-C-H LSN. Best for last, BJ. Loudmouth BJ. Yes, sir. Thank you, you guys. You need to put an in. S on the end of that. <laughs> I mean, this if you want to, if you want to do it, just go hard or go. Oh hard. man! <laughs> we'll send your no send, no half send. Thank you guys. See for you Sunday. In. Really appreciate it. We'll be back here on Sunday talking more college football. Adios. Woo!